Oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh, oh it's my god, freezing Amy. in here. It is it's so cold. I can't believe the boat is sinking. It was supposed we- to be unsinkable. Uh, lies. Look, oh my god, oh my god, there's a door over there. Let's go, let's go over there. Get, get on it. I get am to it. so cold. Swing, 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 swing. Pull oh me, my pull god, me, get pull that me. body out of my way, out of my yeah, way. Move, move, move. Oh my god, oh my god, okay, okay. All right, I'll I'm hold gonna, the door I'm steady and then you get on there, okay? Okay, okay, all right, right here. <laughs> okay, all right, now. Oh my okay. god, it's cold. It's working, it's, it's full, okay. Oh, thank god. Now, scooch over, let me get on this door with you. Uh, uh, scooch. Well, so what if we take, I, it's not that big. What if, what? what if we like just take, tur- what if we just take turns? Like you'll, you'll get next. There's plenty of room on this door. Let me door. on. Uh, it's no, really cold in this water. I know. I know. Just give me like five minutes up here and then you can be next. Really, really cold though. I I know. Don't worry. You're up in the- oh, look at that. Oh my God. Look, people carve their names into the door. What? This is a yeah, brand they- new ship. People are already carving names into their door. Yeah. It's really cute. You want me to read it to you? Yeah, I guess. Jesus. Okay. So, apparently, the door was made by Patreon, Inc. Okay. And the people who, they carved their name into it. Oh, my God. This is so cute. It says, the rich, smoky flavor. Oh. And this is Courtney together forever. (gasps) Is the four uh, F-O-R or a number four? The number four. Cute. That's how you know they're going to last. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I met them. Do you? No, no. I definitely didn't meet them. Well, I hope they survived. (laughs) <laughs> How are you doing in there? Just give me like two more minutes and then I'll and then I'll switch. I can't feel my feet or my hands or my butt. I can't move my fingers. Okay, so I guess that's means you can't feel that you're cold. That's good. Yes. Okay. Oh fuck. I'm not feeling good, Amy. I'm really not feeling good here. I just need one more minute, Jackie, please. Oh look over look over there. I think there's a boat, Jackie. I think there's a boat. What? I'm gonna call him over, okay? I'm gonna don't worry. We'll you'll be warm in just a minute. Hold on. Hey! Over here, over here, I'm alive. I'm alive, and so is she, I think. Uh, come on over, come over. Jackie, they're on their way. Oh, hey, I recognize who that is. That's Fawn H. Hey, Fawn, come over here. I'm alive. I I can't really, can you help me pry her fingers off of me? They're frozen, they're frozen onto me. Thank you. Okay, Fawn, just help me, help me get into the boat. Okay, thanks. Okay. Ah! Oh, all right. This boat's nice. This lifeboat is really nice. Oh, oh my God. That water was so cold. (laughs) All right. I guess I should try and pull Jack. Oh. Ooh, I guess we were a little too late, huh, Fawn? All right. Well, just get going. Just leave her. It's fine. She'll sink. No. Wait. I'm still alive. Come back. Uh, uh, No, I don't hear that. I don't hear that, Fawn. No, 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 we're, I, we're too far, we're too far away. I'm sorry. I'll never forget you, Jack. I'll never forget you. Fawn, can you make this go a little faster? Thank you. Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome to Hoya yeah Podcast. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hey, Jackie. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. How's your week been? It's been great. We spent many hours last night reading a very sexy fan fiction. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, this is very exciting because we did that last fan fiction for The Love of Kate by English Fire 23. And that was uh, several weeks just going chapter by chapter. And it was so well-written and so sensual and sexy. I was just like, we're never going to find anything as sexy. Well, we went ahead and started a new fan fiction in January by uh, English Fire 23 called I Go Crazy. Ow. And we, um, we released the first episode of it 
and then just forgot about it for months. <laughs> Complete. I had no clue that I actually like I posted it to Patreon. I had no memory of doing that. Every once in a while, I'd be like, you know, maybe we should circle back to that uh, fan fiction at some point. I didn't realize that you completely forgot that we posted it. So it was just the one episode <laughs> up for a while. And now we're going back and recording uh, recording more chapters. And it is, I mean, English Fire has done it again. They have done it again. It was, um, talk about fire. Oh. Fire in my pants. Hell yeah. It was, it was good. And it was it was it was dirty too. Like I I don't know. We might have to put this on a high higher tier because it was very dirty. <laughs> it is incredible, incredibly written. It's a pleasure to just read. So if you feel like laughing really really hard while also getting really really horny, then this oh, is yeah. for you. Tune in. <laughs> you can't you can't beat it. You it's great. It. It's good it stuff. Is. It's great. So very good. Horny, horny stuff. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, I've been great. Um, you know, Jackie, we're talking about bill of sales today. Yeah. And this is an episode that I, I've, I've got a lot of things to say about it. We'll get we'll get to that. But I I want to start off with, um, this is very understandable why Peggy people would hate Peggy from this episode because she is. A class A asshole in this episode. She <laughs> they start sucks. her out right away as being like I think her first line was one of the lines that made me laugh so hard in this episode. But it's just asshole, asshole, asshole moves. <laughs> She's really top tier asshole in this episode. Just packing it all in. Mm-hmm. Just packing that asshole fully in this episode. Just so <laughs> just so much asshole. So and. And I was, you know, I was watching it with that eye of hearing about, you know, Bill being Bobby's father, that kind of thing, because this is one of those episodes that people always reference uh, in in regards to that. And I thought it was interesting. I will say I still don't think that Bill is Bobby's father. However, again, I can see why people hate Peggy from this episode and why people would think that Bill is Bobby's father from this episode. And this episode really made me have so much empathy and love for Bill. Not me. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that you were going to say that. I knew you were going to have the complete opposite view as me. Not at all. No. <laughs> oh I, made, I made a list of things that Bill did that I hated this episode. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> God, I knew it. I knew it. This is going to be, uh, they, and they call it Bobby love all over again. All over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right. Well, before we get into that, let's do our let's do our shout outs, huh? Yes. Let's do them. Oh, by the way, just I was just watching like uh, a rerun of the news earlier, just while I was having coffee. But uh did you see that video of that teenage girl punching a bear? <laughs> yeah. She first of all, she looked so cute. She was in this like, she has that like little bob haircut and this like little light blue dress and all these little dogs running around her backyard and i guess there were bear cubs near there and Mm -hmm. the mama bear came and was like trying to climb this like concrete fence to like get to these dogs to defend her babies and this teenage the 17 year old girl runs out pushes the bear as it's climbing over the fence so (laughs) it just falls back like a complete doofus and she like (laughs) grabs her dog and just runs into the house I just thought that was amazing. I thought that was amazing. Although, fuck those dogs. That poor bear. That Those dogs came running up trying to bite that bear. And the bear was just trying to get to a fucking forest or something. Just trying to cross a fence. Oh, my and God. And those dogs came and got it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> Damn, I didn't see what the dogs had done. Uh, they, they, like, ran up to attack the bear. Well, and the bear God, cubs. Those small dogs just have no idea how small they are against a bear you're like a chihuahua you're done you're done immediately but it was really cool of that girl doing that i was like i because i would do the same thing if a bear was coming after i know it's so cool that it was i would not do the same thing i I know now i'm like "Mm, i don't think i would i think i'm too much of a wimp i don't know i guess uh, it would depend but (laughs) damn that was uh pretty crazy (laughs) well 
Bears aside, bears and teenagers aside, you want to get into shout outs so we could get into the episode? Yes, ma'am. Wonderful. Uh, also, uh, by this point, we'll have already done our trivia. So congratulations to whoever won that. Yes, that, yes, that's right. Well, we, <laughs> we're recording it beforehand, but, you know, congrats in advance. We're, and I guess now after. Yes. Uh, <laughs> go you. You did it. All right. You did it. Enjoy that bendy bobby. <laughs> and stay tuned for the next trivia. That's right. We'll have to come up with a theme for that. I'm excited. Let us know if you have any suggestions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my shout out this week is, surprise, it's an iTunes one. And it's from May 5th. And it is by Bob's End, Bob Sind, B-O-B-S-I-N-D. And it says, so glad I discovered this podcast. And it says, that's the title, it says, Wingo! These ladies bring such a spirit of joy into my ears. I'm currently rewatching King of the Hill after nearly a decade, and it's a pleasure watching the show and revisiting classic episodes with them. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Well, I appreciate it. I I love hearing so many people uh, talking about how they're rewatching the show after so many yeah. years. Welcome. I know. Me too. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. All right. Excellent review. We love iTunes reviews. Five thank you, stars. Everyone. Five, Five stars. stars. Please. Thank you. Thank you. A- Very important. Thank you. We love it. Uh, but I also love getting messages from people in other ways. Uh, we got one for, on our Instagram, and it's from Callista in Bloom. And they say, hi, Amy and Jackie. I just wanted to tell y'all how much I love you guys. I'm finally caught up with the latest episode and can start listening along every Tuesday. I started listening to you guys after watching Johnny Two Cellos. Yay! Yay. Uh, Watching his video about Bill, and I'm so happy I gave you guys a listen. When I listen to you, I feel like I'm one of the girls, and we all just have a love for King of the Hill. I've always had a guilty pleasure for the show with my friends growing up, and now it's just full-on pleasure. Yeah, guilty. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now it's full-on pleasure, just like listening to you. Yay! (laughs) Thank you for all your amazing work, and I would love to see more of Jackie's art. Oh, you both make me laugh so hard, and I've been trying to tell all my pals. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. I have to go back to work now, and ho yeah, girls. Yay! We uh Thank you so much. Very sweet. You know, if that? you want to see more of Jackie's work, Callista and Bloom. Thank you, Callista and Bloom. If you want to see more of Jackie's work, uh, she, we, you know, if you're on our Patreon, the $10 tier, we basically send out stickers and it's pretty much all her artwork. So yeah, she's, we're always posting stuff there and she's a great artist. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. I haven't done anything in a while because I've been so busy, but I'm excited to come up with new ideas. So yeah, if anyone has ideas for stickers, let us know. <laughs> All right, let's get into the episode. Woo, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do this. Bill of Sales, season four, episode 17. Air date, March 12th, 2000. Sugarfoots has been returned to Buck. So Peggy is no longer the co-owner manager of Sugarfoots, but she kept her big ass sign, her big glowing Peggy sign, which I love. I know. Um, she just stuck it onto the uh, Sugarfoot sign and then yeah, I know. had to take it down <laughs> once they gave the restaurant back. And she was so fast with getting her own neon sign. I know. Ready. We should it's all have like one. She had one. I know. I feel like she probably had one. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Hank comes in about midnight and, you know, because she had set her own hours as a manager working in a restaurant, she was used to being up late. So she's got this big neon light on and it's, you know, interrupting Hank and his TV watching before he goes to bed. And Hank just says, you know, I know you miss uh, the restaurant. She says, oh, no, no, I don't miss the restaurant. I miss the people managing people, (laughs) telling them what to do and then watching them do it. God. (laughs) So Peggy also looks at a, she sees a, she's reading the newspaper and she sees a help wanted ad and she's like, oh, perfect. This is me. I'm driven. I'm a go-getter. I refuse to take no for an answer. And I have a car. Perfect. This is all for me. This is me. Right. So Peggy immediately enters uh, a pyramid scheme. She goes to the woman's house and she's got her own garage office set up. 
And Peggy's main thing is like, am I a manager? You know, will I manage people? And she's like, well, kind of. I mean, I guess, you know, if you get people to join, you can, you know, be their manager. You're more so of a salesperson, but right. there is but some yeah, managing. Right, sure, I guess so. And Peggy's like, oh, hell yeah, I'm in. Basically, it's just, again, it's a pyramid scheme. It's this lifestyle brand, quote unquote, which is just like disgusting protein bars, awful shakes, all of that stuff. And this was back in like 2000 when that shit was gnarly. None of it was good. Oh my God. Yeah. They all sounded like a great idea. Right. Like raspberry truffle, like sounds delicious, but probably tastes like asshole. That stops you from balding and like helps you live an extra 50 years. Yeah. (laughs) It could be good. Could be good. Hank even says it to her. He's like, this sounds like a pyramid scheme. And she says, oh no, it's a triangle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. And she immediately, I would say recruits, but basically forces Luann and Hank to start selling for her. They don't do it. They don't want to. Understandable. She then tries to like sell to the guys in the alley. All the guys are like, uh, no, thank you. We don't want that. And of course, Bill is the only one who is interested, mainly because he just wants to talk to Peggy. But she ignores him and she goes off to, she has her little red wagon full of her wares and she goes door to door. She goes door to door and knocking on doors, trying to get people to buy stuff. Con immediately just like, you know, laughs in her face, slams the door on her, <laughs> says, oh yeah, definitely, I'll buy something from you, closes the door, and then just him and Min are cackling about how dumb Peggy is to get involved in a pyramid scheme. She goes door to door, each one slams in her face, nobody's interested. But the whole time, Bill is creepily stalking her and watching as she goes door to door and each one gets slammed in her face. What a good man. (laughs) What a good man, Amy. I said that was creepy, okay? I admit it. I I agree that he's not the best, but I do have more. Whatever. Anyway. (laughs) So Bill watches as she goes door to door. Everyone gets slammed in her face and he realizes, ooh, she's almost to my house. So he runs in changes his filthy shirt into a slightly less filthy one and watches as Peggy goes to her, goes to his driveway, looks at it and is like, fuck no, and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Understandably, understandably. Now, of course, I failed to mention this, but prior to this, Bill had like intercepted one of her packages uh, and was just like, oh, I just don't want you to have to worry about uh, picking up this package and carrying it. And she's like, just put it down and go away. But he's done it again. He intercepted another one and he goes to tell Peggy that. And he says, you know, I I signed for another one of your deliveries. And she's just like, where the hell is it? She says, did you eat it? (laughs) And and he's like, no, I sold it. I sold it to everybody on the base. And he gives her like a wad of cash. And she's immediately like, Bill, I'm going to use you. And Bill... And Bill gets rock hard. He gets like chills. He's like, whoo. I it, like he could not be more aroused by yeah. that. <laughs> <sighs> Turns out Bill is an excellent salesman. He can Incredible. lie and and just get people to buy these horrible, disgusting bars and shakes what at is the he base. Doing? He should be at Strickland or something. I know. So he's excellent. He just his sales are through the roof and he manages to sell so much product that he is, uh, he enters the double diamond club and sellers who get into the double diamond club are invited to San Antonio for a meta life conference. Uh, now when Peggy hears about this, she assumes that she's going and I believe her, what's her name? Lainey. Lainey. Yeah. Lainey's like, uh, no, it's just for the salesmen who actually managed to do that, not, you know, their managers or whatever. And Peggy's like, oh, ha ha, whatever. I'll force him to take me. And she does. Um, she essentially just tells him, you have to do this. So now they're going to San Antonio together. They're at the hotel and they realize that they have to share a hotel room. At first, Peggy's like horrified, understandably. But then, you know, Peggy is going to the room. She's got Bill carrying everything. She's going to the room and she's realizing, hold on, all of these are sweets. Every single one that we're passing by is a fucking sweet. 
and they open up the hotel room door and it is beautiful. It's a big, beautiful room with gorgeous views of downtown San Antonio. And Peggy is excited. She's feeling good. So she's like, you know what, Bill? Let's have some champagne and let's enjoy this night. And he says, oh, I'll just, you know, I'm just going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go sleep on a pool lounger. Uh, <laughs> don't you worry about me. And she's, you know, Peggy's feeling good. So she's like, no, no, you'll sleep on the couch in the room. <laughs> Which is pretty gracious of her, honestly. I mean, I would be terrified of what he would do. It's a suite um, too. So I'm sure it's a pullout couch. Right. And I'm sure I would hope that they could close the door, but I don't think that they can. Later on, Peggy uh, is at the MetaLife dinner and meetup, and she hears about the Nationals. Peggy gets really excited about this, and she's like, oh my god, I want to go to Nationals real bad. And because everybody's manager can go to it, like whether the salesmen, you know, make that money, whatever, everybody gets to go in the pyramid. So Peggy goes to him, goes to Bill, and is just like, hey, you know, can you sell double of what you're already selling? (laughs) And he's 100% like, yeah, sure. A hundred. So I'm going to do a pie chart and let me know if I lose you. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a circle. <laughs> and then she draws a circle around that. And she's like, I need a hundred percent more of the hundred percent you've already sold. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I can do it. <laughs> so she's super stoked. She runs to Lainey and she goes, hey, put in a thousand dollars or a thousand bars worth of orders. And she's just like, well, you have to sell those or like buy them, whatever. We don't really care. And she's like, well, in that case, make it 2000. Oh. And Lainey's like, oh shit. And it's just like this really great scene <laughs> where, where she runs to her manager who then runs to her neck. The next manager just goes up the pyramid to order more bars. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. So Peggy, you know, she's like, let's go celebrate Bill. Peggy and Bill are walking along when Bill informs Peggy that he's already managed to sell a half of the bars that he just, that she just ordered. So a thousand bars, he's already sold them and he sold them to the hotel that they're staying in. They're going to stock the mini bars with them. And Peggy is just like overjoyed, you know, at this point she's, I mean, she was walking arm in arm with him and like touching him willingly. So she's, she's stoked. She's feeling good about Bill. Yeah. So she's, she just like, is like, oh my God, you're amazing. And here's the double diamond pin that he earned. <laughs> so she presents him with the pin that he she's earned that she outrageous. stole. She is outrageous. She takes his room, makes him take her to San Antonio, takes his bed, makes him sleep on the couch and then takes his double diamond pin. <laughs> She's outrageous. She's outrageous. (laughs) So, however, you know, Peggy gives him the pin and then she says, oh, I love you, Bill, and gives him a kiss on the cheek. And she, she just, this, all of this is too much for Bill. He loses it. He's like, fuck your jacket, fuck your pin, and fuck the moon. I quit. (laughs) Tears the jacket off, throws it into the water, and he runs away. No, he he throws the jacket to her because the hotel room key is in the pocket. Oh, I thought he threw it in the water, and that's why he was like, the hotel room key is in the pocket. Sorry. Oh, maybe he is. <laughs> I missed that part. That's cooler. That's way cooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely what happened. So Peggy's star seller, the only one who can sell, because Peggy can't fucking sell. She's bad mm-hmm. at it. No. Uh, her star salesman has quit. And there's a thousand bars, a thousand more bars coming in because he's already sold the other thousand, but there's another thousand left to sell. And I love this scene because Peggy just is like rushes to Lainey's garage and is like banging on it. And before it even gets up all the way, she's crawling underneath it. (laughs) She's so desperate. She's so desperate. She's like, cancel, cancel the orders. My star salesman just quit. And Lainey's like, uh, uh. No, there's no canceling orders. Like, we can't send that product back. And you better, you know, there's no, there's no returns when you order that product. And Peggy's like, I think the triangle can handle some, some stock coming back to him. And Lainey is just like, it's not a triangle. It's a fucking pyramid scheme, woman. (laughs) (laughs) And I love it because she's just, I love Lainey because she's just like, you better figure out a way to bring Bill back because if we don't move that product, they're going to come down on us like the hammer of the gods. I know. Peggy <laughs> just looks so shocked. Like, God, Peggy, you're in a pyramid scheme. Come on. 
Oh, God. The, li- the stories she tells herself. I know. The, the utter lies. <laughs> so Peggy, you know, is like, okay, I gotta, I gotta win Bill back. I gotta get him back and selling for me because otherwise I'm gonna owe a shitload of money to MetaLife. And I feel like they're probably, I feel like pyramid schemes are like Scientology where like they will find you oh, and you yeah. will never get out of it. Yeah, they're scary. They're, they can be borderline like culty. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. So Peggy then, you know, in an attempt to win Bill back, she, she stops by, brings him his mail and starts complimenting him. <laughs> but he is just like outright rude and dismissive to her. He's just like, get Get out of my house. He's Get so out of house. I don't angry. Want you here. Yeah, he's just mad. And when Peggy, like, explains what happened to Hank, which I fucking love this line. It made me laugh so hard. Peggy says, everything was going great, but then when I try to motivate him, that's a management turn, with a little praise, my term, he goes, plum loco, Spanish term. Plum loco. Plum loco. Plum loco. So, you know, Peggy tries to explain this to him and uh, to Hank and Hank's just like, well, you know, Bill's had a really terrible childhood and then he had that horrible wife and the army kind of beat on him, too. You know, he's only ever known being dumped on and abused and essentially kindness feels more like an attack to him than actual assault. And Peggy's like, oh, Oh my God, he's insane. He's totally crazy. He likes being insulted. Great. Okay, good. Now I know how to get him back. So, all right, Luann, Bobby, give me ways to insult Bill. And they just all start ragging on him. (laughs) And she's just like, this is great. Hold on, slow down. Let me write all of it down. I know, they're just (laughs) spitting out insults left left and right. They're like, come on, there's so much to work with. I know, like, it's Bill. Like, (laughs) what can't we talk about here? So Peggy goes over there, he's, Bill is watering his lawn, and she goes over, and she's just like, hey, you fat fuck, loser. <laughs> she's just standing, like, far away, like, like, on the sidewalk, just yelling, with her little notepad, yelling insults. I'm just yelling at him, and he's, and he's just like, hey, you know, I, I'm, I, he tries to stand up for himself for a little bit, but then she just keeps going and going. She's like, shut up, lonely divorcee. <laughs> so mean like you're gonna be alone forever and i don't even know why i thought that you would be a good salesman clearly you don't have it in you and this just you know pushes bill to the point where he's like no no i can i can do it i can do it uh i can be a good salesman don't i'll i'll sell even harder and i'll move more product for you so peggy then just proceeds to be like a taskmaster and pushes bill to the utter utter limit he's exhausted he's you know she's just like keep going keep going more product more product and he's like limping. He tries to take a break. And she's like, I didn't say you could take a break. And finally. He really you know, is responding to this abuse. Like it's he really, really motivating him. It sure is. So messed up. And finally, Peggy gets it through her thick fucking skull when she sees the actual physical evidence of her emotional abuse by the, like he has a bleeding foot. Like his toe is all fucked up because he's been you know, carrying big ass boxes and got a massive blister. Yeah. So she finally sees it and realizes that she's been a complete dickhead to Bill and she fires him. And he's just like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I I can do better. I can do better. And she says, no, look, you know, you are my friend, but I haven't been treating you like one. I've been treating you terribly. And she finally apologizes and she does make Bill accept the apology. And, you know, Bill says, well, then, friend, uh, between you and I, I think this MetaLife thing is a scam. Mm-hmm. And Peggy says, yeah, but what a ride. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Yay! Huzzah! Huzzah! Well done. Thank you. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into all of my favorite parts, huh? Yes. There are <laughs> so many in this episode. It's wild. I was, uh, mm-hmm. I knew this episode was coming. Of course, it's like such a standout episode. It's a favorite episode for people to reference when they're ragging on Peggy, which uh-huh. if you're a member of any Facebook, King of the Hill Facebook group, it's, that's basically all it is, is just hating Peggy. 
So I was like a little nervous about getting to this episode with that in mind, but there really are so many good moments and they really push Peggy to her asshole limit Mm -hmm. and they push Bill to his pathetic limit too. So the two things really for as uh, assholey as Peggy is, Bill is just as pathetic. So they kind of feed off of each other. Um, All right. So I have a lot of quotes. This episode is freaking full of quotes, so I'll try and get through them fast. But I love the part right off the bat in the beginning when Hank is trying to, I think, watch TV in bed or something. And he he can't because Peggy's neon sign is just so bright or causing some kind he he gets out of bed he goes to Peggy's closet office she's in there with her sign reading the want ads and he says I'm getting a lot of interference on the bedroom tv what do you say you unplug your Peggy's put down the classifieds and come to bed and Peggy's just like "Uh uh-uh as a former restaurant manager I am accustomed to setting my own hours and unfortunately these are the hours I have set Didn't change at any time. No, yeah. Um, so right off the bat, you you know, like, oh, she's in full asshole form now. Okay. Yeah. Um, when uh she's telling everyone about um this new business venture she's in, and Hank's like, sounds to me like one of those pyramid schemes. And Peggy's like, no, <laughs> not at all. As the brochure describes it, it is not a pyramid, it is a triangle. And it's not a scheme, Hank. It's an opportunity. Good question, though. <laughs> um there's uh a part a quote by dale where he references y2k it's the only time they've like referenced uh y2k and um you know how crazy he was a few episodes ago what was that hillenium uh yeah it's just when they're standing in the alley and they're just standing there and then dale's just like well it's probably about time i Apologized for my misguided Y2K hysteria. Who would have guessed the whole thing would go off without a hitch? Really brought the country together. Yep. Best thing that could have ever happened, Y2K. (laughs) 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 I just thought that was funny and it really did take me back. It was like uh, one of those moments like um, during uh, Y2K and 9-11 where everyone in the country seemed to be on the same page. And of course, that just kind of goes wildly out the window Um, (laughs) and just politics has a way of using those moments to cause further divides. But I like when Peggy gets starts getting her uh, product in the mail, her MetaLife product, and just without even asking them enlists Hank and Luann. (laughs) I know. And they're sitting at the kitchen table and Peggy has her MetaLife bullshit and she's just like, all right, come on. Let's get to it. Hank, you will sell at work. Your assistant manager, I would think they would have to buy from you. (laughs) (laughs) And then she like uh, turns to Luann and she's just like, and you're in college. You must have made a whole bunch of friends that you can pressure to buy this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I like when she's out in the hallway trying to sell to the guys with her little red wagon full of shakes and bars. Uh, Mm. And she turns to Dale and she's like, hi, Dale, energy bar. And Dale's like, uh, nope, I'm going the other way. Thanks. And he opens a beer. <laughs> I know. I'd love that. <laughs> I love con fucking with Peggy when she tries to like, she takes her little red wagon to his house and tries selling him stuff he, right off the bat. He's just like, oh, this is like a pyramid scheme. And he's like, right. sure. I'd love to buy a bunch of your shit. Let me go get my checkbook. And he closes the door in her face and she's just kind of standing there humming and then just hears him like laughing at her. <laughs> I know him and Min laughing hysterically. Yep. <laughs> I love, this is after Peggy enlists uh, Bill and he's just killing it. He's selling so much product and Peggy is having a meeting with Lainey in Lainey's garage and Lainey's just like, I love this whole exchange. She's just like, they're talking about Bill and she's like, $10,000 in his first month? That William Dotrieve is quite a find. And Peggy says, well, thank you. I molded him, motivated him. You know how it is. And Lainey is. No, you did it. <laughs> Lainey says, is he excited about the San Antonio conference? And Peggy's just like, are you kidding me? Am I excited? I cannot wait to go. <laughs> and Lainey says, oh, it's just for the salesman himself, Peggy. Just the double diamond sellers and a guest. Your own numbers were quite small. 
And Peggy <laughs> says, well, Lainey, my sales are low because of my management responsibilities, you know, uh, meeting with my supplier. And, and Lainey cuts her off and she's just like, well, I'm your supplier and meeting with me is like 10 minutes. <laughs> and Peggy <laughs> says, well, but it's a 15 minute drive. And I was 20 minutes late. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> Peggy. The fuck? Um, <laughs> I like Peggy is just so excited about going to San Antonio because so Bill gets to go. He gets to take a guest. And of course, when she tells him this, she's like, obviously, I'm your guest. So I'm going to San Antonio. How exciting for mm. me. Um, <laughs> and she's telling Hank about this. And he's like, San Antonio, huh? Well, when you get there safely, call me collect with the name Antonio, and I won't accept the charges. Oh, and <laughs> I if, know. I love that. Oh, and if you're not safe, then you'd use your own name. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then Peggy's like, oh, Hank, my very first business trip, I'm finally getting the recognition that I have always given myself. And Hank <laughs> says, isn't this Bill's trip? Didn't he win it? Aren't you just his guest? And Peggy's like, Hank, you're fired. God, I know. I love Hank for that. I was like, good for you, Hank. It is Bill's trip. It's not Peggy's. He just has like a few like short lines, but so many of them are just dropping little truths on Peggy. And she's just like, Mm. no, no. I know. Reject. Yeah, reject. Well, just kind of talking about animation, the scene when Bill and Peggy are in San Antonio and they're kind of celebrating that they decided to make a go for nationals and they go out to dinner. Then they're just walking around town and they go over a bridge and it's like a beautiful evening Yeah, and there's like trees around and like they're in the city and the trees have little twinkly lights and the moon is out and they're standing over this bridge. The the animation in that scene is just so beautiful. It is. And I really like the scene, uh, the animation when she like throws open the the blinds in the hotel and you see like downtown San Antonio. Just, oh. I love, I love a cityscape at night. I love, and it's perfect because she is just living in this story where, I mean, she grabs two champagne glasses, fills them both, rips open the curtain and she like turns to Bill and she's just like, San Antonio, it's ours. She's all ours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're at a fucking conference. Yeah. <laughs> when they get back after uh peggy ends up being nice to bill and she uh freaks him out he's not he probably has some kind of like rejection like uh what is it like attachment rejection dysphoria thing where if anyone's disorder yeah some kind of attachment disorder and anytime she is she's nice to him and he just like freaks out and he's just like fuck you um, it's just not what he's accustomed to because he doesn't believe he's worth it. And uh, she's telling Hank about this and she's like, everything was going great. But then I tried to motivate him. And Hank's like, well, you must have confused him. Being dumped, it, being dumped on is all Bill knows. First, there was that childhood of his, which <laughs> now I have so many questions. And then he joined the army. <laughs> I guess he gets dumped on in the army. And then married that backbreaker Lenore. And so Peggy takes this and she goes to Luann and Bobby and she's like, Bill's had a hard life and he likes it that way. He likes to be treated badly. And God, Luann's just like, it's called psychology, Aunt Peggy, the disease (laughs) of psychology. I'm taking it pass fail. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all brainstorming ways to motivate Bill by insulting him. And Bobby's like, come on. There's plenty to work with. It's Bill Dotrieve. I mean, he's bald, but he has dandruff. What's that all about? And Luann's <laughs> like, and don't forget his old odor. And then Bobby's like, and he's afraid of thunder. And <laughs> he's afraid of thunder. He's afraid of thunder. And dog. so I wrote down like once Peggy goes to like meet Bill and get him back on the team and keep him motivated. I wrote down some of the insults they came up with that she reads off of her little notebook. <laughs> She's just like almost standing in the street in his fr- while he's in his front lawn. And she's like, hey, Baldy, if you're looking for the hair on your head, then why don't you check your shoulders and back? And, <laughs> and he's like watering in his lawn. And she's like, I wouldn't waste all that water on your lawn. You're going to need it to hose yourself down later because you stink. You heard me. <laughs> Even in France, they would take notice of your bad odor. 
<laughs> and Bill says something like, well, you were rude, but in the morning I'll be sober. And, I love that line. And she's like, shut up, lonely divorcee. Or and it seems like they had like um, another note along those lines. She's like, or uh, you will be alone the rest of your life. <laughs> and then the last insult I wrote down from her was when he's packing his car full of all those metal life boxes and his foot really hurts really bad and it's bleeding. And he sits down and she's like, don't sit down. And he's like, it's my toe. I think I have a blister. And Peggy's like, well, if you do, it's not from carrying boxes for one day. It's from carrying that huge gut of yours around for 40 years. (laughs) God, he's just got all of these brutal, brutal insults. And every single one, he's just like, no, you're right. Uh, I know. And it's. But it's at this point, Peggy, Peggy is a mega asshole, uh, but she does like, whenever she is an asshole, she always, I'm pretty sure she always, by the end of the episode, like realizes that she's an asshole. Yes. And so she sees him, he immediately gets up and he's like, no, you're right. You're right. And he's like carrying boxes to his car, but his foot is bleeding and he makes some pathetic comment like, don't worry, I won't get blood on your driveway. I think my sock is soaking it up. And she like looks down at her notepad of insults and looks back at Bill and the look on her face, you could tell she's just like, oh, damn it. This is, I'm an asshole and I can't keep doing this to Bill, even though she only has a few boxes. She's got to be to the end of her boxes. Just <laughs> why does he have to sell them all in one day? Just like give him like a couple days and like send him to his base where he's going to go anyway. I don't know. But uh, she sees like, the pain he's in and what she's doing is wrong. And she's just like, all right, Bill, you're fired. And he's like, what? And she's like, no, you, I wasn't treating you like a human being. So forgive me. I order you. And those are pretty much all of the quotes I had. The only extra note I made was for some reason in this episode, I really was able to fully appreciate Peggy's little office. Um, Yeah. It's always so funny when you see it, it's just a little, uh, like broom closet, boiler, water heater closet, but she has her little desk set up in there with her little computer. And after working at home, most, like most people have had to make little makeshift offices at home Mm -hmm. over the past year. And at first I was just like, Oh my God, how funny like that she has this little office. But after this past year, I would kill for a like water heater closet to set up an office (laughs) in. (laughs) I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I just, I love that. So, so those, that's everything. I know that was a lot. That's everything I wrote down. <laughs> well, there is a lot in this episode because it's a good one. Uh, but you pretty much got everything that I said that I wanted to, but I did love this. <laughs> There's this, just this, there is no B plot in this episode. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the only thing that we see like otherwise, besides like Peggy and Bill is when she goes to San Antonio and, Hank and Bobby and Luann are eating dinner and he's trying to make small talk. And he's just like, so Luann still going to community college. She goes, "Uh uh-huh. And he goes, of course I'm still in the propane business. (laughs) That's what I did today. Yeah. Like, okay, well we know that Hank, (laughs) everyone knows that. Um, but, (laughs) and then, and then he's just like, and Bobby and Bobby's like, huh? And Hank is like, what? And Bobby's like, <laughs> you said my name. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Peggy did look really great in that purple dress. Oh, that purple dress. I mean, she got to the hotel and she was wearing different clothes because, you know, usually if they're traveling or if it's a holiday, they might be in different clothes. So she had on like some kind of dowdy long skirt with a long yeah. sleeve shirt and a vest over it. But then like when they went out to dinner, she was wearing the like, most flattering, like form-fitting purple dress. She looked stunning. Yeah, she was. She was stacked. Yeah, she looked good. She looked real good. Yeah. Um. Yep. That's pretty much all I've got. <laughs> nice. Well, let's get nice. into listener comments. Do yes. we have a song this week? I'm just gonna say we don't because I don't know where it is. Well, we always have my backup one. That's right. Well, we'll use a backup listener comment song I recorded when I was going to rescue my husband from freezing to death in the woods a few weeks ago. Don't (laughs) ask. 
<laughs> but it was like several hours of driving. And on the last hour, I was just like, I heard a song come on the radio and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to call the voicemail and leave a backup listener comment song just in case we <laughs> don't have one or can't find one. All right. So let's listen. Ready? Here we go. Amy, this is Jackie. I'm leaving a voicemail. I'm driving from Boom, so, you know, I just have a lot of time and my mind is running a little bit wild. But uh, I figured I'm going to bank a listener comment song now, and then the next time we don't have a listener comment song, we can just play this or whatever. Okay, here it is. <laughs> um, and it's just like the ocean. Under the moon, oh, it's the same listener comments that I get from you. You got the kind of comments that would be so smooth, yeah. Give me your comments, make it real, or else forget about it. (laughs) Thank God we had that. Thank God. Very good, Jackie. <laughs> Give me your comments. Make them real. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, listener comments, but real quick, I totally forgot to, and there's one comment that made me think of this, but I forgot to say the list I made of annoying bill parts, which, you know, is not fair. Bill is pathetic, but... Uh, but he's pathetic because he's had such a he's had a bad life. He has he had a abusive childhood, abusive marriage. Like the army is horrible. The military treats people terribly. I I just feel bad for Bill. I do, and I I cannot forgive Peggy for this one. Well, fair enough. So some of the things on my list might not be fair. Totally fair. Right. So um, all I wrote was uh, annoying bill parts, signing for her packages when she was home, when she said, don't sign for my packages. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Following her from house to house, hiding behind trees and bushes like a creep. <laughs> Gross. Uh, picking lint out of his belly button while talking <laughs> to Peggy. <laughs> and eating a cheeseburger. Eating the way he ate it was unforgivable. Yeah. That was unforgivable. So go ahead, defend him now. (laughs) No, look, look, I've said it before. He's gross. He is a gross guy and he is creepy, but I think that he does have some redeeming qualities and I do... I just feel bad for him in this episode. Hey, I just do. It's it's a good, I think it's a good balance to have both of us because I don't think that your past traumas don't uh, justify these sorts of behaviors, like some of these behaviors that are now uh, affecting like this other person and-, and Agreed. Uh, but, but it does bring me, I mean, this comment made me remember my- list of annoying bill parts is by Ira underscore Ivan Akova. And, and they say, why does bill ruin anything good that happens to him? Right. And he, well, oh, sorry, go ahead. can I finish? <laughs> sorry. I suppose so. <laughs> well, it just makes me think about what we were saying before, you know, he's been through a lot of horrible things in his life. And at a certain point you just, the chaos becomes like normal for you. So you don't question it. But then like when, uh, somebody shows you kindness or stability or security, that's unfamiliar. And your mind automatically becomes suspicious. You're just like, this is not how people treat me. So if you're treating me this way, then that's odd. So you're odd. Right. So now I'm like suspicious of you, you know? Right. And the, and I agree with you. The His past traumas, the past things that have happened to him do not in any way, shape, or form excuse that fucking creepiness where he's following her, doing things like signing things for her. No, absolutely not. But it also doesn't excuse Peggy treating him like total dog shit for her own gain. Right. So, fuck you, Peggy. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but also, fuck you, Bill. Stop being so fucking creepy. Yes. Stop following her around. I mean- I don't know. I, you know, part of now I'm even now saying this out loud. I'm like, maybe Peggy was excited to be mean to him. Like to be like, finally, I can be fucking mean to this creep. Well, that's the thing. I, 
I was thinking, like, is she enjoying this? But she had to, like, keep a written list. It's not like she was just like, oh, I've been holding this back forever. I have so many things I want to say to you. She did have to refer to her list. I don't need I don't know that she was excited to be mean to him. But I think um, she it was easy for her to be mean to him because she maybe like doesn't didn't have any empathy for him. Understandably so. This person is like a total creep. Uh, But she was definitely like using this. I mean, she does straight up say, I'm going to use you. And he's like, great. She sure does. I'm on board. I know. But it's still not an excuse for her behavior. And I'm glad that she does eventually like take a step back and be like, all right, he is a person. It turns out, even though he goes through my trash (laughs) (laughs) and and tries to like, and, and like sexually harasses me, you know? Very true. You know, well, speaking of sexually harassing, that makes me think about the other part where we're talking about where people have mentioned this episode specifically when it comes to Bill being Bobby's father. And I was watching it with like kind of that in mind. And I thought, okay, I mean, if I believed that Bill was Bobby's father, this episode would be all the proof that I needed because there's, because the way that, Peggy like avoids him, isn't interested in him, doesn't want to be around him unless she needs something. And she, she is so determined with this stupid pyramid scheme that she's willing to completely degrade him, you know, work him to exhaustion, take his, you know, winnings, take his pin from him that he earned, you know, force him into inviting her to the, to the conference. Like she's her level of determination just for this stupid thing for a job. She completely manipulates him and uses him. She has no respect for him. She has none. And then if you were to believe that Bill is Bobby's father, how badly she wanted a child is beyond what she wanted for this stupid pyramid scheme. She really wanted to have a child more so than having like recognition in an MLM pyramid scheme. So I can see why people would say Bill is Bobby's father based on this episode. And there's like, and there's some things where she's like, Oh, I love you. And she's kind to him and she gives him a kiss and they're walking arm in arm. And like, there's just like this weird tension there, which we, which I know as because she has to be around this guy who makes her uncomfortable and says an un- inappropriate sexual comments to her. So that's what I take it as. But if you believe Bill is Bobby's father, maybe it's sexual tension. Yeah, I I was thinking that too. I go back and forth because I'm just, of course, I don't think Bill is Bobby's father. I just don't believe that. Right. <laughs> uh, but I go back and forth where I'm just like, if that's like, if you're looking for evidence, you could like find it in this episode. You, you There are examples that you could like use to back up your argument of Bill possibly being Bobby's father. But then I also get like nervous because I don't want to conflate sexual harassment with like an intimate relationship or something. Yes, absolutely. Well, and that's why I get with, with the whole Bill is Bobby's father theory. My biggest thing that bothers me is when they, when people will say like, oh, well, look at how uncomfortable she is when he mentions like, them having a kid together and that one there's that one episode and I'm like because she's uncomfortable that I don't think people are understanding what it's like to be sexually harassed by someone for fucking years and then have them mention something that is explicitly sexual and you're around them like so yeah she doesn't like yell at him and say ew shut up bitch or like gross how dare you but that's kind of typical of someone who just kind of wants to quash any mention of that. Like, I'm not even going to acknowledge this. Like, you're making me uncomfortable and you're making me feel unsafe. So I'm just going to not respond to that. That's what I always think of when I when I see that scene or scenes where people are conflating, like, sexual tension where it's like, no, Peggy is uns- feeling unsafe and uncomfortable and she's being harassed. And... I- Okay, I'm sorry. I know I'm going off, and I'm sorry, everyone who believes Bill is Bobby's father. I'm not saying that you think that sexual assault is sexual tension. Fair fair enough. I'm not saying that, but 
that's what it feels like to me. Like I don't, when I see those scenes, I don't see sexual tension. I see an uncomfortable woman around a man who is making her uncomfortable because he is making sexual comments. And if you don't know what that is like, then it would be easy to be like, that's not such a crazy comment. Like what if we had a kid together? Like it'd be like if somebody that you find a little creepy making a comment like, oh, like what if we slept in the same bed together? Like on right. on fa- like face value on paper, you're just like, maybe that's a weird comment. But then if you're that woman, then you're just like, Jesus Christ, no, fuck. <laughs> right, like, oh my are God. you going to try and make me do that? Like, why what is, is this that comment? even a why thought are you in even your s- mind? Oh. Why are you even saying that? Yes, I don't want you right? to picture me anywhere near a bed. Oh! Okay, so. <laughs> I'm glad we talked about all that stuff. Yes. <laughs> Excellent point, both of us. Yes, good job, us. us. <laughs> Sorry, anyone, that if I made you think that... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, let's get into listener comments, huh? <laughs> yes. Well, right. um, so I squeezed out that one comment by Ira underscore Ivanakova. But I did see real quick, there's a comment by Ild underscore Sild that just says, what did Jackie name her kitten? <laughs> <laughs> I never got back to, I've been meaning to, I keep forgetting. She said, uh, or they said, please let it be Beverly LaGrunta, no relation, which I wish uh, I thought of that before. That would have been cool. I know, that's a good one. One of the best names somebody suggested was, because uh, we had that whole thing with our previous temporary cat, Butley, before it turned mm. out he was missing and we had to give him back. <laughs> but uh, somebody came up with the name, I wish I could remember, somebody came up with the name Butley's Ghost. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yes. Um, We ended up, I finally just like asked this kitten, I was like, what's your name? And he said, so I was like, all right, your name is Hep Hep. But when I, when I told Amy and another friend about this, like we named him Hep Hep, both of you and our friend Cody, both of you were just like, you mean like hepatitis? <laughs> oh my God, Cody said that too? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I know, it was like hepatitis B. <laughs> so his name is Hip Hip, but Aww. he really does answer to it. So I don't think we can change it at this point, but that's his no. name. That's his name. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Aches. Or Akeshire Alice says, I rewatched hoping to not hate Peggy so much in this episode. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, J underscore Enrique underscore V says, this is San Antonio. You can't just waltz in here and expect there to be rooms. <laughs> the lady at the hotel desk. Bread chef underscore says, she definitely deserved the, can't those big feet of yours do a 180 <gasps> comment? That, that was like, when Bill was giving her the business, that was my favorite Bill moment in the episode where he yeah. has fully like uh, quit and he hates her now because she was nice to him and she tries buttering him up to get him back on the team and he is not having any of it. He just like lays down on his couch and like turns his back to her and he's just like, can't your big feet just like get you out of here or whatever. It was just like, Hell yeah, Bill. I know. I know. It was good. It was good. And I love when she was just like, "Uh uh-oh, someone's lost weight. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh, yep, yep. And I'm very handsome. I get it. Yes, yes, yes. Very good. You bit those big feet out the door. (laughs) Um, Nintari Wizard said, I went through Air Force basic training in San Antonio, and the downtown is really nice. Oh, very good. Good to know. Well, I'm excited to take a trip there now. Another uh, little gem to add to the ho yeah ho yeah travel list i can't wait delaria says dale morning y2k going well is so well done (laughs) (laughs) grump dumpster says peggy you just bought yourself 645 mister (laughs) phil i guess i could skip my shower peggy seven it is (laughs) (laughs) Catherine moore says Bill jizzed his jeans when Peggy said she was going to use him. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Oh, and Catherine Moore also says Peggy's seashell earrings make their first appearance. I was admiring her seashell earrings. Oh, so we got to keep an eye out for those in the future. Wasn't somebody selling them? Somebody was like making them. 
Really? In like some Etsy shop. I could have sworn I saw. Oh, I'm pretty I sure no we shared something about it on our Instagram, but that's probably likely. I want a pair. A W hug. <laughs> <laughs> Says most intense relationship of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I, I keep uh, quoting Catherine Moore, but Catherine Moore has a lot of good. I'm just going to like read a, a few by Catherine Moore. Um, uh, Bill is self-sabotaging defined. Bill only likes Peggy and all women when they are unavailable or mean to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill got close to Peggy and ran away. There is no way he's Bobby's dad. This episode disproves the Bill is Bobby's dad theory, and you can't change my mind. Oh, there you go. See, you know, well, but isn't that typical with literally any theory ever? Like, whether you, if you agree with it, then you're going to find reasons why this confirms it. And if you disagree with it, it's going to, you're going to find reasons why it dis- disproves it. Yeah. But still, Bill isn't Bobby's father, so. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only Robin says, when work asks for my availability, I say, I'm sorry, Tuesday is my ass scratching day. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Delarius says, another France joke. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) They are in Texas. They would even notice your odor in France. I know. (laughs) Complex like the magazine. It's a quote. um, When Peggy sees that want ad for this pyramid scheme and she's going to call them. It's like midnight. Hank's like, it's midnight. You're going to wake them up. And Peggy says, and this is by complex like the magazine. uh, They say. He's like, you're going to wake them up. And she says, oh, no, I am going to shake them up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd be like, are you insane? If what? somebody called Turn me at midnight. Turn off your light and get to bed. You're not I even know. doing anything. Why are you awake? <laughs> oh, all right, here's my last one. Arbitrary and Delicious says, this doesn't taste like raspberry truffle. Well, then, honey, you're eating it wrong. Put it down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that also reminds me. I do love that that scene when they're like looking at all her stuff and Bobby grabs a bunch of bars and she's like, that's $18, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And this is the last kind of funny, kind of weird one by Arbitrary and Delicious. They say, I swear when Peggy hires Bill, she says, have you heard of a quota system? Meow, I give you. <laughs> What? I'm not sure, but that's something I'm going to look for when I rewatch that episode. Meow, I give you. Oh, yeah. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there are a lot of good quotes, but I think that's my last one, too. Yeah. All right, everybody. Excellent listener comments, as always. Wonderful. Really good ones. It. This is a great episode. It is. Okay. Trivia. Trivia! All right, go ahead. Let's do it. Okay. Jackie. Amy. How much money a month in sales do you have to make in order to be part of the Double Diamond Club? Ooh. Uh, how much? What, what was your question? How much money? How much in sales? Like, how much money do you have to sell? Like, how much money do you have to make in a month to be, to enter the DD Club. $10,000? Double dong. That's right! Yay! Very good. Okay. And I only have one more. Okay. What number hotel suite do, Pig- Piggy, Piggy. do Peggy and Bill stay in? Oh, my God. 69. I don't know. <laughs> 42069. 21.11. Well done. That was a great one. Thank you. All right, I have three for you. Got it. Let's do it. All right, Amy. What can Bill buy for a quarter? A soda 20 years ago. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of my quotes. I didn't say it. (laughs) Amy. Who is the CEO of MetaLife? Oh, I cannot remember his name. Mike Desmond. (sighs) It's so simple. Yep, just a regular bird. All right. All right, I'm one for two. And last one, Amy, what differentiates champagne from sparkling wine? 
Ooh, okay, well, champagne has to come from the Champagne region of France. Wee wee! Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Yay! And do you know the next episode? Yes. Oh my God. Do you want to say it together? Sure. One, two, three. three. Won't, Won't you, you pee, pee my, my neighbor? neighbor? I'm so excited for this one. Yay! I. This is such a good Bobby and Connie episode. It's a biggie. It is a biggie. It's. It, I'm ready. I'm ready. This is one of those ones that like echoes in my mind sometimes where I'm just like, Bobby. I know. We like almost tapped into something here and then it just got shut down and we just went on with our lives. But Bobby, what the hell? (laughs) I know. Oh my God. All right. Everybody, we love you. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pod. Uh, join our Patreon. You can join for as low as $2 a month. So look, we got a bunch of stuff, you know, keep an eye out for the next trivia night that we're going to do on Twitch. Uh, You can win a bendable Bobby. Please leave us iTunes reviews. That would be wonderful. We would very much appreciate that. Five stars. Very, five stars. Very appreciated. Yes, 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 indeed. And uh, leave us a voicemail. Mm -hmm. Jackie, take it away. Our number is, uh, in letters, it's funk, funk thirty firm or something with a U. For, That's right. It's three eight six five three zero three eight seven six. Ding. <laughs> and send us emails. Hello at hoyapod.com. You can send us uh, listener comments. That's right. All right. Let's end this, huh? All right. And until next time. Via con. All right.